Trying to shoot. Bring out the Bones. Bones right by his man. Bones in the lane, and he rolls it up and in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Happy Tuesday, wherever you are at in the world. Our Hoops and Cards podcast. I am Gary, your host. And uh, even though the World Cup started yesterday, here we are talking about basketball. We are talking to you, basketball card collectors, investors. Some of you have been doing this for a long time, and you know way more than me. And I'm glad you're listening because you're the you're the people that email me or message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, and you're like, "Hey, I like what you said, but..." Um, you forgot about this or that, and I learned so much from you guys. So thank you for that. I love getting messages at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, or you can send me an email, you know. Some people still do that email thing. Gary at HoopsandCards.com, love to hear from you. But basketball card collectors and investors, welcome to our show, our mission. We've been at this for a year and a half, and uh, there is no better time than this, you guys, when the, the emphasis is on the NBA season and players that are having breakout moments or long strings of awesome games and performances where you're starting to hear their names mentioned along with things like MVP to Shea Gilgis-Alexander. There are players, a short list now that you might hear Giannis or Luka Doncic or Steph Curry, players that, that certainly belong on that list, and then some newcomers like SGA. Today, as uh, we, we're a little bit past the first month mark of this NBA season, and there have been some surprises, like how are the Sacramento Kings winning? How did the Utah Jazz do it? How is Zion still healthy? How did Kyrie get back on the court so quickly? <laughs> I'm just kidding. There, there's so many uh, fun storylines, interesting things going on in the NBA. And uh, we've done an episode, or a type of episode around here to sometimes capitalize on good deals or players that are on the rise when it comes to the basketball card market and uh, some recommendations of players that, hey, if you're in a position to buy basketball cards and and you want to buy cards, um, first of all, thank you for listening. It means a lot that you guys would, would uh, check out our podcast and and we would love your review on uh, Apple or Spotify. We would love for you to refer this to friends because as far as I can tell, there aren't too many basketball regular more than once a week podcasts on basketball cards. And so as we partner with the Basketball Forever Network and we make you aware of resources in the hobby that help you help us all really <laughs> become better, you know, thinking about things like market movers and premium nooffseason.com stuff that help us rank players and see where they've been and where they're going. I love that. Uh, love being able to, to plan ahead, whether it's for purchasing and selling cards online or on getting ready for a show. Like we, it, it feels like forever since the last show we had three weeks ago here in Northeast Ohio. I'm coming at you from Ohio and uh, it's supposed to be snowy and cold here. I, I you know, it's Thanksgiving week here in the United States, and uh, so all that means for us, we're just grateful. We're thankful for the blessings, the good things that are in our lives, and uh, it also means we're going to eat some good food so, and watch a lot of football, both global football, football, 
uh, soccer World Cup this week, but also uh, the NFL and some of the big and college football. That's the big deal. Right, right where I'm at, guys, is the Michigan and Ohio State rivalry. Uh, both teams are undefeated, and that happens this Saturday at noon. And um, I, like like anything, can't wait for for this next chapter of that rivalry. Uh, growing up in Ohio, that is that is that is it as far as uh, like historic, passion-filled, enormous stakes every year they meet Ohio State and Michigan. And uh, last year was the first time in a while that Michigan actually won that game. That happens every November. Now they've moved it so that it's every November at the last what the last Saturday of the month or the Saturday after Thanksgiving. That's when we get to beat Michigan. And, uh, but not last year, not last year. And, uh, so this year it's back in Ohio and I realize I'm, I need to get back to talking about basketball before I say, man, this is going to be an amazing game. If you're not into college football in the United States and you just want to say, well, just what one game should I watch this year? This is it. This is it. Saturday at noon. So it's at Ohio stadium. The Buckeyes might wind up being favored. However, some of their best players are injured and uh, didn't didn't finish the last game against Maryland, you know, a couple days ago too strongly. So we're we're kind of nervous. Just got to be honest here. If you're listening and you're in Michigan, uh, you know, I'm first of all, glad you're listening. I hope you're a big Detroit Pistons fan or Cavaliers fan, whatever. Um, glad you're a part of Hoops and Cards. Good luck with your card collection. I hope Michigan gets crushed this weekend. Um, if I didn't, you wouldn't respect me and you wouldn't respect the rivalry. So I'm just, I'm just doing you a favor and saying you might want to do something else with your Saturday. Cause it's, it's going to be ugly, uh, for the, the ugly hats from up North. So that's all I got for you about, about college football this week. Let's get to basketball. This is one of those episodes today where I have talked about five buys, five players or cards or types of inserts or years or sets, five buys. And, uh, you know, last NBA season, we did this pretty regularly. We did it like every other week, five players to watch out for. And I feel like we're at a good place to start those. However, I actually have three lists of five. So you're getting like the the full buffet, buffet de la fives, cinco de bizos. I'm not good with languages, apparently, but... um, you know, they're, they're some of the best players in the league and the best buys in the sports card space, basketball card space right now, of players that are actually injured. There's a lot of guys, like, that. that is one of the things I'm not excited about this NBA season. There have been a lot of injuries to great players. You know, before the season, we were, like, excited to get Kawhi Leonard back. And I feel like we still haven't got Kawhi Leonard back. Uh, Damian Lillard. You know, there were players like Zion. Okay, Zion is back, and he's pretty much stayed back. But now other guys are getting hurt. Guys like Ja Morant, out indefinitely. Cade Cunningham, out indefinitely. Desmond Bain continues to miss time. Tyrese Maxey, out at least three weeks, maybe four. And Pascal Siakam, maybe he's coming back this week, maybe not. Chris Middleton still ain't back. Jaron Jackson came back for a game, two games, just exploded, and then for some reason didn't play last night. So... Uh, if I did a five by list of injured guys, let me start with that because, because sometimes when, uh, the best or most hot sought after cards in the sports card space and you're like, Oh man, 
I went into the season, John Morant, he's still number one on my list overall as a buy as far as basketball cards because I believe he was going to put together an MVP-type season, and he's so stinking fun to watch. Like, John Morant will dunk on anybody. He'll dribble and make anybody else look foolish. He's incredible just getting to the rim, and if you need him to stand outside and just drain threes, he can do that as well. Uh, John Morant's awesome. And, and right now, actually, now that he's injured and out indefinitely, on the negative side, that presents a bit of a risk, right? I'm not sure about buying a player and his cards right now because I don't know when those cards could go back up again or when the attention will be on him again. Or will he be back in time for the All-Star game? Will he be back in time to lead that team, the Memphis Grizzlies? The Grizzlies... <laughs> to the playoffs like they're supposed to be this year with all that ammunition, Desmond Bain. There's another guy. like, But but on the positive side, there's a buying opportunity now on John Morant cards and Desmond Bain cards and several other guys I'll mention because, well, right now people are willing to take a little bit less for my guy that's injured. I'm willing to sell my cards because I'm watching other players rise up the chain and other players perform really well. And, uh, you know, maybe now's the time to sell. This is what they're saying. I'm not saying it. I would not, I would not sell any John Morant cards. In fact, if you're going to send me a message uh, at Hoops and Cards at Instagram and saying, hey, can we buy your John Morant cards now that he's injured? No, just, just save your time. Save all that energy. Go do something else productive. I, you're welcome. Do not ask me to sell my John Morant cards or any of my Desmond Bain cards. I'm just not doing it. But five buys of guys that are hurt. If you want to try to get a good deal right now, not a bad idea. In fact, I did yesterday. Finally got finally got my hands on, or at least my eBay uh, confirmed purchase on. Eventually, I'll get my hands on a legit Tyrese Maxey autograph rookie card. I finally got one. But here's the thing. I, I got one because his cards are a little bit down because he's out three to four weeks-ish, right? And the seller was probably looking at it saying, like, I... I kind of need some money now. And maybe they had something in mind that they want to buy that they could see going up now. And we'll get to that list next. But Tyrese Maxey, it was buying time for me. And uh, could they be a little cheaper in two weeks? And, and if his injury lingers, by the way, dude, uh, Javon Carter, or whoever it was that like uh, Tyrese rolled his ankle and fractured something, uh, you know, man, that that's, it's just hard to watch when a player that you, enjoy rooting for and follow through, you know, follow up and buy his cards. Like when Gary Trent Jr. swiped the eyelids off of Darius Garland early in the season and still looks a little bit swollen there, Darius. But, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a uncertain time. It's a time there's risk involved now with that player's investments. But when you're dealing with young guys who are not injury prone, and I would put all these five in that camp, Here's my five buys on the injury plays list that, that you might find a deal now that weren't weren't that wasn't available like a couple weeks ago when that guy was healthy and making a, a you know a statement. Cade Cunningham was playing really well, and Pascal Siakam was playing really well. They were talking about Siakam as uh, he should be in the MVP list. Uh, you know the top eight to ten guys we're looking at for MVP. Now nobody's talking about that because he's been out for two weeks. I hope he's coming back soon. But Pascal Siakam, Cade Cunningham, Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain, Ja Morant, those five guys for sure I am looking at deals on. And I did buy the Maxey Auto. I'm not sell. Here's, here's my advice to you. As a player is hurt, I wouldn't sell. 
Like now is a bad time to sell. If you're, if you're a Cade Cunningham investor, like you, you originally got in because you like Cade Cunningham for the upside and you like him for long-term. He's going to be a fantastic player in the NBA for a long, 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 long time. And uh, I, I think you're going to see some bargains on Cade Cunningham cards. Uh, you know, if he is going to be out for the season or if his injury does mean that the Detroit's playoff run is going to be a long shot. I love ending s- uh, sentences that sound like a question. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I think you're going to see some good deals on Cades, but you got to be willing to hold long term. And so that's my five buys list of injured dudes for you. Uh, I want to get you to two more lists. Uh, okay. Uh, one is going to be a five buys that I think if you are a fan, you enjoy this team or this player, or you just want to get, uh, get your hands on some cards of players that have long-term success and long-term value in store for them. And their, their names are already large enough, but I would say right now there's still a window there's still a buying opportunity on these players that look like all stars all over again and guys that are adding to their legacies. They're doing it. Five guys that came to mind and then we'll take a break and I'll get to the uh, five buys right now. Like get to what's current baby. Uh, the five buys that are long that I would say, man, for this season, man, for uh, their all star and MVP and playoff pushes, for these five guys, I would say, yeah, yeah, I'm buying, I'm holding what I've got. I'm listing some that I wanted to sell because I bought, I bought them earlier in the in the fall. At least one of these players. So the five buys that I would say, man, long term, now is a great time to get in. And by long term, I mean more than three months. Uh, hold on as long as you want to these players. I'll do it as a, this is not a rankings. Okay, I'm just going to name the five players, and four of them are making MVP cases right now. Okay, one is Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then Joel Embiid, and then Jason Tatum, and Steph Curry. Those four players, I think, are like, yeah, yeah. And each one of them has the potential of, first of all, dominate, get an MVP award. (laughs) Any one of those four players is looking very, very good right now. Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid making a comeback. You know, I wrote Joel off two weeks ago like the rest of us did. And then he goes off for 59 points. And then Harden goes down. And then what's his cheese? Tyrese Maxey goes down. Tyrese, sorry for calling you. What's your, I know what your cheese is. You're Tyrese Maxey. But, like, dude, now it's all Embiid. Like, it's all on him. And I know Shake Milton is going to do, do the shimmy. And he's going to get 20-plus and, and remind us all why, 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 is, why is Shake a backup to anybody. But Joel Embiid is still going to be the, the man carrying this team. And uh, if he stays healthy, anyhow, all four of these players I like as buys right now and for the next couple of weeks. I like as buys when the focus of the whole world is not on basketball. Um, in fact, when we get to the All-Star game, I might be like, with these four, sell them all. Sell them all. The world is, is celebrating Steph Curry's incredible uh, scoring and shooting percentage and looking at Golden State as the next you know, chance to repeat again. With him as a, an MVP frontrunner, sell. <laughs> like, if you want. I mean, I'm just saying there's a chance to take profits in February with all four of these guys. Jason Tatum, Celtics playing amazing basketball, right? Continuing dominance defensively, but also just a phenomenal offensive unit. And uh, Jason Tatum, 
is uh, unstoppable, unguardable. He could go off for 50 any night. And um, so I said, Steph, Tatum, Embiid, and Giannis. I mean, Giannis is the guy that I was investing in, and I still am uh, still buying. Some of that's because I like Giannis. I would say, uh, you know, if I haven't said this already, I think Giannis is the guy that everybody, will, when they look back on this decade, um, when they look back on this generation of players, actually, let me say, the, the, the players that we would say between LeBron and Victor. <laughs> Is it too early to do that stuff? Between LeBron and Zion or LeBron and Ja or LeBron and SGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or LeBron and Victor Wemben. Yum, 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 yum. Like the guy in between those players who gets GOAT consideration is uh, none other than Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Joker is going to make his his case, but it's Giannis. It really is. And uh, he's making an MVP case right now. I would vote him MVP number one. Not even a conversation because Milwaukee is doing so well without. Can you imagine like a Milwaukee team that uh, started out, what, 8-0 or 9-0, and they didn't even have a player who averages 24 points a game, six assists, six rebounds, and great percentages, and you know has three all-stars to his name and a gold medal like Chris Middleton's good good Giannis is without him again and still dominating and he's the most feared player I think in the NBA for now so those four guys for sure are long-term buys for me the fifth guy uh I just maybe maybe call it personal bias maybe call it hey hey look um one guy who was injured and came back and put up a 51 spot uh, and then two games later, put up a 41 spot. Darius Garland is is really, really good. People, I don't I don't know. You know what was possessing Steph Curry or Paul Hickey or others that have said Darius Garland could be the next Steph Curry. People have said that, and uh, I I'll I'll be honest. Like I love Darius. I think he was already on track to be an All Star for the rest of you know our lives, but. Here's the thing. I thought when Donovan Mitchell came to Cleveland, there was a chance that Darius's scoring might go down a bit and he might become one of those like 17.11 assist guys, you know, and let Donovan get his 30. Well, what about this world, people? What about, what about a world where they're both getting 30? What about a world where, you know, Jared Allen doesn't need to score and Mobley is the the inside threat, but what if what if Garland and Mitchell, I almost said Maxi. Like, dude, dude, Tyrese isn't on the Cavs as much as you might want want him to be, dude. All right, Garland and Mitchell, like those two guys, could average thirty points a game for the next four years. They legit could. I I think it's too early to anoint Bain and Morant the uh, the number one backcourt in the NBA. Really, like we're gonna do that while they're injured and while Mitchell and Garland are playing so well, or while Lillard and Simons are playing so well, or I mean Curry and Clay is Clay a backcourt player? I don't know what what was what was it? it's positionless. So why are we having a backcourt conversation? Uh, Darius Garland, friends, is one of my long term buys, and I can say that a couple years ago, as far as a player that I thought had upside in the card market, I'm saying it now as a guy who over the last ten games is averaging 26 points a game and a ton of assists, great percentages, and he's making big shot after big shot after big shot. They're going to call him Big Shot Bob or Big Shot Darius. It doesn't doesn't ring as well, but uh, but he's pretty awesome. And so I would just encourage you, if you're looking at players that you could buy and you like 
uh, I don't know if safer money is the right word because when a guy gets hurt, there's those ups and downs. And, and so sometimes I think it's better to diversify and pick two or three of these guys and then two or three guys off the next list that you're going to become a, a resident expert on. Some of you guys have done that. And then you tell me about your guy. I'm like, yeah, shoot. I should have been in on Devin Vassell a little bit earlier. I, I, you're right. Halliburton is worthy of having his name Tyrese as well. Like there's some players that you guys have noticed. In fact, I would love for you to tell me and let's do this. I'd love for you to tell me who your long-term buys are. Who are those guys that you just, you just love and want to buy in long-term and let me make it, uh, let me make it uh, worth your while, okay? To message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Uh, message me. The first two people to message me with your long-term buys, you'll get a rated rookie, mint gradable rated rookie of Cade Cunningham in honor of his... Sorry, I wish he wasn't injured, but I'm, I'm going to make it and make that a prize. And then the, the second person to message me gets a rated rookie Don Russ gradable of Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. So at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, message me. You got to share at least one person who you're like, this is my long-term buy. Like, this is my buy right now. And if I'm willing, you know, if I need to, I'm going to hold on to that card for, for six months, a year, two years, 10 years. I don't care. Like, what is your long-term buy player at Hoops and Cards? And by the way, props to you if you're a new listener that that I almost made this just for you, new listeners that that would message me. Love to hear where you're from, how you found the show. Uh, we're gonna take a break and then we'll get into the top five buys for right now. Right now. Whoa. Two to tie, three to take the lead. Shea checks, steps back, three point shot on the way. It is good. everybody welcome back let's get to the top five buys for right now these are players that uh you know two of them will not be a surprise to you the other three it might be a surprise that i'm mentioning them and that they're even on the list and i also want to give you guys that didn't make this cut but uh some things i think about them and that's the exciting part about being one month into the season is that you can look and say here's how a guy has played and here's how the card market has responded you know you can look at market movers you can look at resources like that. In fact, you can use the promo card hoops and promo code. <laughs> I did it again. Promo code hoops and cards at market movers on sportscardinvestor.com. That's where you can uh, get the first month of their market movers service. It's a great resource for only a dollar at any level that you decide to subscribe there. So that's an awesome deal. Hoops and cards as the promo. But you can go on and see that, you know, several of these guys, their card market's already taken off. It's already going up in response to the way they and their teams are playing. And uh, these are players that I like. And in fact, as I look down this list, the uh, the five buys and the other guys that I like uh, actually have all been in my watch list over the last week. I have purchased cards of, let's see, one, two, three, <laughs> I guess at least three. Man, I, I just four okay, four of those players. 
four of the top seven or eight that I'm looking at. But here, here's my list. Let me give you the countdown. Number five, and remember, these are guys that I would say, hey, buying some of their cards right now. Make sure you're buying cards that you have done a little bit of research on, a card that you would like to hold for a while if you need to, but a card that is going to be in demand in the next few weeks and month or two months because you can capitalize now by buying a little bit earlier than everybody else. And um, four of these five players I'm going to talk about look like they could be all-stars. So pretty exciting stuff. Number five, I'm going to go with a player that, uh, you know, people are familiar with his name because it's, it's a fun name to say. But Bones Highland is a tremendous shooter, an energetic player to watch. He plays defense and offense. He can drive to the basket at any point, and he can make threes from the logo. The logo, bomb threes. He had 29 points last night. And uh, one of the things I, I fear or I'm concerned about when it comes to West Coast players, young guys, it takes them longer to get noticed by the card market, just in general, because they don't stay up late in New York or Chicago or Philadelphia or even in, in Houston to watch games on the West Coast. A lot of the games for the Western Conference, teams like Denver, Sacramento, Portland, uh, you know, even Golden State, people don't realize what these players are until they've already been that good for a while. And, uh, and so Bones Highland, in, in a season when the talk should be about, hey, Michael Porter Jr. is playing well, and he's one of the runner-ups on this list, and, and Jamal Murray is kind of back, and he's kind of not back, and he's kind of back, but the, the, the Nuggets look like they could be a lot better than they were last year. Overall, they have more weapons surrounding the Joker. But Bones Highland, people, is one of those that, that in every metric and every research and every website that I have looked at, what he did last season as a rookie, what he's continuing to do now, he looks to me like, like officially the next Tyrese Maxey. The way he plays, the way he can shoot, the role that he has on his team, the fact that he's deferring often to a big center in the middle that's on an MVP kind of a track. Uh, there's a lot of cool similarities, but Bones Highland is playing great ball, and, uh, and I think he will get noticed by the hobby next week. I think, you're, I think we're going to hear about him on podcasts next week and the week after that and the week after that. Not that I had to be the first to say it. We've been talking about Bones Highland for a while, but there are a lot of names right now floating around, floating around out there, uh, players that are, that are playing well. I'm just saying Bones Highland, especially on nights when Jamal Murray isn't playing, especially on nights when Michael Porter Jr. isn't playing. He is, he is the shooter. He's the guy, the option to generate and run the offense like alongside and with and through the Joker, who is the captain of the team, right? He's, he's going to put up MVP-type numbers again. We just know that. But Bones Highland's number five, and I, I say that for two reasons. Number one, because his, as a player, he's doing it. The card market, there are more affordable options on Bones than there were two weeks ago, or sorry, two months ago. Uh, it's still very affordable to get in on a numbered Bones Highland autograph rookie card from a mainline product like Prism or uh, Donruss Optic Select. There are mainstream, mainline, in, in a season where you might be like, man, Cade Cunningham's hurt. Man, Jalen Green is erratic, like meaning he's, he's, he's inconsistent. You might be looking for a young guy from that rookie class, uh, from those rookie cards, really, to, to keep or to be interested in. And I'm just saying, for me, you guys, Bones Highland is it. He's it. He's not the only one. He's not the last guy I'll ever tell you about from that class, but he's, he's it. 
And uh, so let's move to number four. Number four is a player that uh, we were watching going into the season. And, and for some reason, I'm not really sure why, we've kind of taken our eyes off of him. And it's Zion Williamson. I mean, if, if possible, Zion Williamson is quietly putting together an all-star campaign. And uh, no pun intended by saying campaign's name there in the midst of five buys, but I'll explain that later. Anyway, Zion Williamson is playing great basketball. His cards are still a good deal. The reason I think that his cards haven't exploded yet is because, again, the world's still thinking about football and soccer and and uh, other big names. And so unless you're totally, totally like rocking, shocking the league, like like uh, the Utah Jazz, you know, and, and uh, other players that maybe are averaging more than 30 points a game. I'm trying to be vague because I'm about to name those players uh, later in this list. Like unless you're unless you're like front page news, unless Zion drops 50 tomorrow night, people aren't going to be talking about him. And uh, at the same time, Zion in his first month back is averaging 25 plus a night. Uh staying healthy and the Pelicans are good. So I, I don't know what the problem is. I just think Zion is still at an affordable place. And I also put him on the list because I think we're going to see a, um, a step up or two steps up in his game as he just gains confidence and the team kind of figures out their roles around him and CJ McCollum and Ingram and Trey Murphy and all those, all those young players they've got that are so fun to watch Larry Nance Jr. Uh, but yeah, Zion is awesome. And he's back. And, you know, I, I've been skeptical. I've s- said that he's a risk uh, because he has been. But maybe he's not. Maybe he's back. So number three, let's count down. Count it down. Averaging 23 points a game. Another one of those West Coast dudes that you may not have stayed up late to see or that you don't know as well because you're so focused on the big name player on his team that Anthony Simons is still like right there, guys. He's right there under the radar. Anthony Simons, 23 a game. And I'm looking at his cards from 2018 and saying the pop counts are low. Not a lot of graded optic or graded prism Anthony Simons rookies out there. So maybe that's a play to buy and grade optic, optic shock, optic hollows, optic hollows. Anthony Simons, that's right. In fact, I, I look at that rookie class, and I'm saying, man, more more young dudes are are just busting out from that class that are worth collecting or worth investing in. Jalen Brunson's name comes to mind. Jaron Jackson Jr. is back, you know. And then you're you're looking at players that, man, as as Simons takes off, you're looking at the other players in that class like Trey Young to say what, well, what if he continues to be awesome? What could that card from 2018 be worth? What could those autographs be worth? If Damian Lillard retires, and it's eventually going to happen, he's going to retire or get traded or something. Like, Anthony Simons, oh, guys, he's a terrific young player. He's everything I like in a guy that can score, take over a game, make lots of threes, be on the highlights. He won the dunk contest two years ago. I am on the Anthony Simons PR campaign, and uh, I just said campaign again. Number two, let's go to number two. Laurie Markkinen, not Laurie, Laurie. Lowry, Markkinen, playing awesomely. Not a surprise that I'm mentioning him. I'm not one of those. In fact, I heard another podcaster say it, and I like this guy. And he said, you know, now's the time to sell Lowry Markkinen. Like, no. No, it's not, bro. It is not. The time to sell Lowry Markkinen is not for a while. There's, there's still a lot of good buying opportunities, buy and grade opportunities, buy and hold 
till the All-Star game if you just like the short-term profits. Buy cheap now and hold till the playoffs if you believe in Utah. Or hold until, what if Larry Markinen gets dealt to the Dallas Mavericks? And all of a sudden he's playing next to Luka and he's just ridiculous in a finals run. I'm I'm not in the sell Laurie Markinen camp. Whatever the opposite is, I'm there. And I'm looking at him as a 2017 rookie from the 2017 rookie class and saying, man, that's a low pop count as well. There's some good deals in that class. And yeah, Jason Tatum is the superstar or Donovan Mitchell from that class. But Markinen is the next to break out and looking at the Tatum cards for what are some of the, you know, the cards that, that went up quickly and are worth a lot of Tatum. I would say you could look and say, well, uh, that I want to get that, that card in a Laurie Markkinen. I, I, want, I want to get that, that silver PSA 10, or I want to get that, that graded RPA. Like, whatever it is you want, it's Laurie Markkinen time. Green light, go. Number one, number one, who do you think it is? Drum roll. By the way, I want to know who your people are. I want to know who you think are the best buys right now. And in fact, here's another giveaway prize. The best buys, I want you to message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. And I've got three prizes for you. Three people, let's go with new listeners listeners only. Three people who have never messaged me at Hoops and Cards on your Instagram or Gary at HoopsandCards.com email. The cards that you could pick from are a Laurie Markkinen Prism 2017 rookie card. I know it's just base, but it's Laurie Markkinen. It's what we're talking about. And I think it's gradable but I'd rather give it to you. The other one is a Sadiq Bay Red Cracked Ice rookie that is, man, it's very gradable. I'm just not a Sadiq Bay fan at the moment, but I think he's got great potential. And then the other prize, third prize is a Michael Porter Jr. Silver Freshman Phenoms from Prism, his rookie card. So love the way it looks. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to grade it. So you Denver fans want to reach out to me. Anyone reach out to me and say, here's the guys I'm looking at. Or here's my three buys. That I like. But number one on the five buys list is it's no surprise. And I know you're expecting me to say Darius Garland. I'm not. I know you might want me to say Donovan Mitchell. I'm not. I like Donnie Mitchie, but you know, I I know you want me to say Tyrese Maxey, because dude's injured and he's the best player ever. No, no. The number one guy buying and selling right now is Shea Gilgis Alexander. Period. Exclamation point. End of story. Mic drop. I can't actually drop my mic because it's like attached to the desk with this big metal arm that I bend. So I can't mic drop that moment. But, you know, figuratively, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is uh, 31 plus points a game. Big, big shots. Big performances. Unguardable. Uh, The Thunder look decent. And uh, they're not they're not benching him. In previous seasons, we all knew, like, in fact, a lot of us that have been tracking with SGA for a while, we knew that he was capable of doing this on a regular basis, like 33 points, 32 points, five or six assists, five or six boards, great percentages, big shots, long distance shooter, can get to the rim and just drive to the basket anytime he wants. Guys, what, he's 23, 22 years old, maybe, and uh, we could be looking at, you know, it's it's no joke, guys. I know you might want to shut off my podcast and like, like at me on Instagram after I say this, but in 10 years, the best point guard from this rookie class might not be Trey Young. The best point guard from 2018 might not be Trey Young, Jalen Brunson. You know, the best point guard from the, the, the last few years rookie classes, it might not be John Morant or Cade Cunningham. It might be. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, it literally might be. He's been 
I don't know if stuck is the right word, but on a team that's that's tanking or rebuilding, it seems like every year. And this year when Chet got hurt, I was like, oh man, they're going to do this again. If I was Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I'd won out. Well, props to the Thunder for saying, no, let's go for it. Let's play. Let's, let's let Shea Gilgis-Alexander run the team. Let him score as much as he can. Let these other guys, instead of, instead of us checking Thunder box scores and going, who's that dude? What, who, what, why are they giving, you know, Lou Dort so many minutes? You know, what is, what is the deal with um, all these trays that they have on their team? And uh, no, instead they're saying, let's play our best players and go out and try to win some NBA basketball games and shock the world. And they're, they're doing, they're doing better <laughs> than they have in the last few years. And they're not going to shut players down just because they are, um, they might like, like hurt their draft stock as a team. Shea Gilgis Alexander, look at the highlights, listen to the podcast. Everybody's talking about him, right? And you know, this isn't the first time we've mentioned him at Hoops and Cards. In fact, I've, I've loved him for two years and been talking about him since the beginning of our podcast and getting deals on him. And at the same time, I'm like, I can't tell you when the Thunder are going to get better. But I can tell you he's doing something new. And he's taking his game to the next level. And of course he's an all-star. Of course he is. He should have been one last year. Right? I, I don't understand why. I, I, I love that he's a team player. And he must like Oklahoma City a lot as a community because he is... He has put his career on hold for a couple of years, right? Waiting for that team to surround and just add talent to the roster. Well, now that he's got big contract extension and yeah, Chet's on the roster, but he won't be back for, from till next season, right? Um, it, it is still time to play and show what he can do. So Shea Gildas Alexander, you guys, is number one overall. To recap, my top five buys right now, not, not just crazy spending but do your research make a lower offer because it's still buying season but bones island zion williamson anthony simons laurie markinen shea gilgis alexander the guys that were run-ups on my list runner-ups that they could run up i guess jalen brunson kyle kuzma i could put darius on any list i ever made De'Aaron fox for sure kevin porter jr it's hard to cut guys off this list evan mobley is playing like a beast and i would say um the world is going to take notice when he makes the all-star team this year malik beasley I mean, if you like more than one Utah player, have at it. Cameron Payne. I did mention him several times. How long is Chris Paul going to be out? Is campaign his eventual replacement? He sure is looking like it right now. Devin Vassell. Dude. <laughs> dude is dude is good. And then OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi. Is, uh, it was hard to not have him on the list. In fact, I originally had Ananobi on the list because I bought some and because he's playing great. Um you know, as great as Scotty Barnes is as a player and a future superstar in the league, he's the fifth best scorer on his team right now. And OG is, well, he's he's really good. Anyhow, guys, that is my rundown. Those are the five buys for this week. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm Gary, your host here at Hoops and Cards. And uh, in fact, tomorrow morning, if you want to listen in, Paul from NoOffSeason.com and I will be broadcasting just uh, recording together a uh, live stream, the sports card strategy basketball card show. So that should be a lot of fun and uh, looking forward to talking about all the good things going on in the NBA. Let me know your wins, your losses, your best deals that you've made lately. If you want to jump in on our discord, we've got a discord channel where a lot of us as fans talk and connect message me on Instagram. You know, the, you know how to reach us at hoops and cards, right? And I've got all these free prizes to mail out to you. 
I mentioned Cade Cunningham rookies, Scotty Barnes, Laurie Markinen, Sadiq Bay, and freshman phenoms, Michael Porter Jr. Have an awesome week, everybody. See you soon. This has been another episode of Oops and Cards. Oops and Cards. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then.